Welcome to Schoolboy and the Dropout, a tale of two trainers, where we talk about lifestyle, fitness, health, and wellness, all while having a ton of fun. Enjoy the show. Hey, so, um, what happened today in our workout? Who walked in on us? Who gives a fuck about that fat fuck? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> who said that? But, uh, what we should uh, talk about is, how's your school going? Uh, in what aspect? Just like generally? Just in general. I mean, it's going it's going pretty well. What I'm going to do, I'm going to just fucking get my bachelor's. Fuck it. I'll get my bachelor's. So you're not going for the PhD? No. No longer? I never was going for a PhD. You said physical therapy. That's PhD. Oh, that is PhD. You know. Holy shit. Forget. That shows you how much you know. Basically. College education, you don't want it. This is what it turns into. Shouldn't they be able to tell me that it's PhD, though? And they didn't? What are you saying? Like, I'm saying they should tell me that physical therapy is PhD. No, but no, 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 no. Hold on. Um, so it's going well. I think I can benefit from my bachelor's down the road. I, I just have a feeling that I'm gonna actually like use it. Like what? I really don't know. I, it's just a hunch. <laughs> it's literally just aren't that. Down the road, I'm gonna use it to where it will actually benefit me. But because you've been a doctor, you didn't think that. In the no, in the beginning, remember when uh, in our athletic training class. Dill was like, like he went around, asked what you want to be, what your goals are, and I wanted to be a team doctor. It's a cool gig, but like the schooling is just way too much schooling. And so, you're in a nine to five. You're always, not when you're with a team. Yeah, even worse oh, when you're with a team. Oh, you're oh, traveling with them. Exactly, that's what I like. I like worse. that. I like that. It's like more than a nine to five. Exactly, know? I like that. Like, it's like a Thursday to Sunday kind of gig now. Yeah, I don't care. Well, see, the thing is, like with a team. I'm in that professional environment. Like, I don't mind it, right? Well, now that I think about it, you're not really with them in the game. Yeah, you're, you're kind not. of in your office. And you didn't think about this too hard, did you? Yeah. I, <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I was just like, oops, no, I'm not with them in the field, on the field. Yeah. But, yeah, I wanted to be that. And I was like, there's so much schooling. And then it was physical therapy. And then I was like, and now I'm like, yeah, maybe not. I can go far in what I'm doing right now. But uh, school right now, I mean, it's okay. I have a research and data class that I really, it's so stupid. Like, I hate it. It's, Honestly, out of all your classes, so I see that one could actually be translatable if they teach it right. Because you do need to kind of have your own introspection and be able to search on your own through PubMed or whatever, whatever resource you use. We do use PubMed. You know what I mean? You should be able to actually do that stuff in your own and figure out, okay, what a mental analysis is. Okay, well, it's an accumulation of a bunch of studies. Or like what a, you know, like how the studies are but performed, so like double blind, things like that. But I think they're important. No, the professor makes it. Well, they make it busy work. That's a problem. Yeah. They make it busy work. That's why I like my bio, my, blah, blah. my biomechanics right now, because he's not making it busy work, mm. which is good stuff. Which reminds me, I have a quiz on Tuesday in that class. Good shit. So, uh, you're in college. How many people do you know party? What a transition! Oh my god, you're so smart. <laughs> Uh, Lindenwood wise, like I don't associate with a lot of people from Lindenwood. Like you're the only one out of Lindenwood that I still talk to on a regular basis, and actually made up. We're fucking business partners now. Yeah, that's weird. It's hella weird. When you go back and think about it, hella weird. Now, now we're business partners. And we went on vacation all of a sudden. Exactly. Um, I don't associate with them, but I do hear people like partying. I I have a friend, the one that we went rock climbing with. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. We like. She's in exchange, well not exchange, she's uh, studying abroad in China, and I know she was on her Snapchat, and it was just like, I'm still drunk from last night in class, and I was just like, 
So you went there and you all of a sudden like party shit. Mm-hmm. I, I get that you're having fun and stuff, but why'd you bring that up? There's something in it's your important. mind for sure. It's very important to, to understand this concept, right? We have frats, we have sororities, we have all these organizations that are kind of set up to get you to know people. And, and she then was once, like in a, like sorority girls, whatever. I'm not sure what she just said. You didn't say it loud enough for them to hear She you. said uh, she is like a part of sorority. Oh, girl, whatever. okay. Yeah, yeah. Your friend is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they have all these things, all these systems set up for you to get to know people. And then really what it turned into is is first hazing. They got rid of hazing, obviously. Well, some haven't. Some still have that, but it's not actually found out yeah. yet. But, because um, we're never going to be able to catch all of them. But, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, um, you know, we have all these associations that kind of get you to know people. And then after you know them, the next step is basically to party with them, right? So... Why do we party as college students? Why they're, is that now part of the whole experience? Because you hear about that, right? Like it's. Why like, do I let me, let me go out of state, I have a. You know? There was a guy in my psychology class. I was a junior at the time in high school. He was a senior, and the teacher asked him about like, so what did you decide about schooling? And he said, well, this school has my major, but this school's a party school. He was talking about Mizzou, and we all know Mizzou is a big party huge. school. Huge yeah, party huge school. party school. He's like, I want to go there because I party and have fun. That was his reason. Have fun. What it comes down to, what I'm seeing, like people are like, excuse me, sparkling water, goddamn. Yeah, fucking you up. Yeah. Uh, people talk about like, uh, five days a week, all work, all exams, all stress, let me get it out, party. Right. Binge drink, get blacked out. My thing is, well, guess what? You can do it all over again, right? And people are going to sit here and can argue and be like, yeah, but you need that nice escape. Did you really escape it? What do you think? Did you really escape it by, like, binge drinking? Absolutely not. You just, made, blacked you, just, out? you just made it way worse. Exactly. Because now you've set yourself up to lose a lot of sleep, to actually physically intoxicate yourself. Exactly. And after all that's said and done, you wake up tomorrow, you go to fucking class. You know right. I mean? And now people are going to think, oh, you guys are just so lame. You don't know what having fun means like. We know how to have fun, but we know how to have fun smart. Right. And what is alcohol? Alcohol is a depressant anyways. Right. So now if you if you want to go into, like, the science about it, it's a depressant. And you're trying to get out of that depressing state. And I so think you, college is probably one of the most popular times to get that depression, quote unquote. Exactly. Stress, anxiety, and all that. Like, isn't it, depression is like on the rise in teenage years? Oh yeah, and like college, the millennial, and the, whatever they want to call exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. That's so like that's so sad. Think about how young we are, how much potential we have to actually do things, and we're just out there like partying every weekend, getting blacked out, getting crossfaded, and all that shit. It's just like, yeah, it's cool. Like. I'm not telling you not to party. Like, go ahead and have fun. You don't need to just get to that state of, like, throwing up and being fucking knocked out on the ground because you're, like... And then you wake up the next morning and people are like, dude, I had so much fun. And, like, what'd you do? I don't even remember, dude. I do, I drank so much, I don't remember. How'd you know you had fun if you don't even remember? Right. And funny enough, because when I first started working here at my gym, a client was like, how was your weekend? And I was like, oh, very nice. And she said, what'd you do? And I was like... I really had, like, a blank mind. I was like, oh, I don't even remember. She said, well, I guess you did have fun if you didn't remember. And I was like, oh, no, wait. I didn't get fucking, like, drunk or anything. I, I just don't. There's nothing significant. I just kind of had a chill weekend, you know, just do whatever I wanted to do. And, like, even at that age, she, she was a pretty older lady, probably in her 70s. Even at that age, they're like, oh, yeah, get him uh, fucking blacked out drunk. Right. It means you had fun. Right. And I, I was I was thinking back to this, like, you know, so when we think about college, a lot of people, how many people do you think go to college just to have that experience? Just to have that, a like, lot. partying experience? A lot. Right. And then how depressing is it to think that you went all, all the way through this just to pay 40, 
50, 60, 70,000 grand just to go party. Right. Like, I, and not learn what you should have learned because you're not applying yourself. Dude, I'm telling my high school coach, well, like when I go to practice, help and practice, whatever, and I tell him, he's like, well, how's college? He's like, I'm bored. He's like, because you don't live on campus. And I'm like, what does that do with anything? He's like, you're not getting the full college experience. I'm like, does that really matter to me? That, 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 that gives zero shits about living on campus and paying 10 extra grand a year. Right. Because I want that college experience. I really don't care about that. He's like, well, think about like we have, because our high school is like a middle school and a high school. And he said, that's why middle schools go to another high school because they don't want to stay in the same place for this many years. Like, I really don't care. It's right. just boring to me. I can live on campus and still be bored. If I live on campus, what's going to happen? I'm going to be on campus. I'm going to go to my dorm room, sit there, do my homework. Have an people, awkward, awkward dorm roommate, you know what I'm saying? Well, not even that. People on their phones anyways, and then weekend rolls by. Oh, party, let's go drink. I, I seriously hate that environment of, like, too much drinking, too much smoking, too much whatever. I really do hate that environment. I see no benefit in it for me or anyone, to be honest. Like, you can be around that environment and have fun. But if you can have fun, have fun smart. Right. Like, when I would... When we went to Colorado, like, you uh, had some edibles, right? Right, I did, yeah. You had, you got high, but the next morning you were just completely fine. Right. And, like... And you, I didn't act like an asshole. That's, that's a big exactly. thing, too. Because a lot of people that get drunk or intoxicated, whatever, whatever drug they take, they get just a way different personality. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like, like I see people on uh, Snapchat, my, my Snapchat, and they would post in the morning, they're like, I did all that last night. Oh, my God, I feel so embarrassed. Well, surprise, surprise. And how embarrassing is that too? Like you just you you basically acted. You didn't realize how you acted, and now you have to deal with that. Now it's real lifetime. You fucking right. are in, you're unintoxicated. You have to deal with the consequences now. Exactly. You know. And I think that too. Like so, we have these parties associated with college, and for some reason, you know, you're basically building up all this stress, accumulated stress, and you need to use it some way to deal with it. Well, they've already set up a system to let you express your stress, right? To binge drink, to overly consume alcohol, to basically fuck yourself up to the point where you don't remember, right? That's fucked up. That's really fucked up if we do that. And, and then think about all the college rapings, right? Super. Before we get into that, but think about it this way. Why in college it's considered the way of life to binge drink and try to get out of your problems that way, but then when you're in your 40s and try to binge drink to get out of your problems, it's suddenly a mental problem. Right, it's alcoholism think, at that exactly. point. Exactly, it's alcoholism at that point, but it's not when you're in college because you're young and you're like it's been having a, fun. It's been indoctrinated, I think. It's been indoctrinated for people to think that, okay, well, I'm going to college, I better start drinking, you know what I mean? So, and Or I better like develop a really, uh, become a heavy drinker so I can right. drink a lot. Right, so I can keep up with everybody. Exactly. And I think the problem is like, you know, you always think about this like, you, you, you probably do, and maybe it's your client, maybe it's your family, whoever, whoever right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your friends, whatever it is. You always hear about this, and typically the older, older ones. You hear about, like, okay, college, you make so much friends, and, like, they'll be your friends forever, blah, 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 blah. Are they really your friends if you're just going out and getting drunk with them? Do you think that's a good influence to be, like, having a friend like that? No, I don't think right. so either. So I think that there is possibility to have a friendship created from college, like you and me. Like, we never, ever sat around and drank, right? We've never done that. But if you think about, well, I guess one time at Mod, but... You know, well, you drink. I, I don't. I, 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 compl- a, yeah. I just completely don't drink. And you can call me lame all you want. You know what? Yeah, my we'll, kidney's going to be fine. Thank you. We'll go over that in a second, yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. Not your kidneys. Your fucking liver dumpy. Same thing. But, <laughs> <laughs> but all of it is going to be bad. I don't care. Really. But, um, like, you always hear about this, like, oh, you know, you meet, you meet your best friends there, blah, blah, blah. They'll stay with you for life. And it's typically because of frats. Right. right. You're, you're Brothers like, who drink together. Right. Blah, whatever. So, yeah. actually, my ex, um, her stepfather... Still talks to people, and he's in like his 60s, 
50s or 60s, still talks to people and invited people over. Um, and they were all together. They're all, they're all reminiscing about the college times and, like, how much fun they used to have, what they did for wrestling, all this kind of... They went to Penn State. It's a pretty big college. But... Pretty um, big college. Yeah. Hell of shit. Yeah, so... They literally have a big Instagram following. Who fucking cares about Instagram? <laughs> God damn no, it. No, because they... Like, they have people... Well, Penn State, because that's one of the Instagrams that you see that post a lot of the partying and the people being fucked up and shit. Mm. Yeah. But... Um, I think that, like, you, you get all these new, like, friends, quote-unquote, uh-huh. and then they, they end up being your friends for life. What's that going to translate to in later in life? Okay, well, we used to do this. We used to go hang out and drink. What we should do now is, hey, let's go hang out and drink, right? It's kind of like having friends in high school. They're like, let's live our fucking 21 years. Right. It's like, it's, like, it. it's like friends in high school, too. You know, like, there's certain friends in high school I don't, I don't talk to anymore because the matter of the fact is, like, look, we're different people now. You know, like, we've changed. Yeah, how many We're of your, 100% different. Right, how many of your high school friends, you stopped talking to them because they just didn't mature enough, and they're still in that fucking immature state, and they're not bringing any value to your life anymore. Right, right. A lot of them are like that for me. And going back to my topic of people trying to be heavy drinkers, literally this one friend, the one that I showed you, the very small girl that I showed you, um, female skin. Oh, I know, very who, I know exactly Right, exactly. So, <laughs> you know, we won't say the name, but... Shout out, you know who you are, though. Right. She thinks she weighs 90 pounds at the most. She acts like she's a heavy drinker. She's a light, 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 very light. And I know that because people told me. And I was like, on her Snapchat, she acts like she's a heavy drinker, right? And I was like, physiologically, you're a small person. So... You will be a light drinker. Like, you're the exception for that because you're a pretty big dude. But you, st- you still told me that you're actually a pretty light drinker, right? Well, yeah, because I don't have an, I don't exactly. drink enough. You know what I mean? It's like they're the second be, I have one drink. Yeah, they're like, going to oh, be shit. like fucking outliers. But usually if you're small, you're going to be a light drinker. Why? You can, you can adapt, though. You, you know, can adapt. Fair, you can adapt. You can adapt. Yeah, I'm saying. But I'm just saying for her case, why are you trying to be like everyone else right now? If you didn't get fucked up after one shot, leave it at that. Don't get fucked up more. That's a very good point, too. That's what I'm talking about. Because people want to fit in. Exactly. That's what I'm talking people about. People want to fit in, and they think to fit in, we have to do this, whatever else is doing. And whatever right. else is doing is not healthy for you. Right. So uh, it's, it's kind of funny, because like in college, you there's almost nobody who's never, ever heard of a party going on, right? So if you've gone through college and never, ever heard of somebody going to a party, then... I don't know what school you went to, but a little weird, right? I think everybody, everybody who's gone to college knows there's sometimes parties happening. Whether they whether they go to them or not is, that, is their choice, but they're clearly a big part, no matter what college it is, right? Even WashU, there's still huge parties that go on there. Um, and, and, and that's like a smart college. Right, and let's go back to the raping part, too. I wanted even, to go back on that, too. Even yeah. at WashU, there's been several rapings. Like, I've never heard of one. But... Yeah, I was actually talking to one of the people who go there, and she was literally saying, like, she does not feel safe, like, walking around at night anymore. Because it's that bad. Holy shit. Yeah, so like, it's a constant thing. Like, okay, why are we associating college, a place where you're supposed to get educated with dumb decisions, right? Like, why are we doing that? Well, first, let's think about the age, right? Because when you go to college, some people are 18. Typically not mature at that age, right? So you're 18 years old, you're dumb, you go in there, and you kind of want to fit in, so you're kind of living this different lifestyle than you're used to, right? So you're I didn't kind of even like, give a fuck. I walked into college like... I'm saying the average person. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm obviously generalizing right here. But you go to you go to college, you kind of try and fit in, so you adopt whatever else is doing. Maybe try and, you know, find your own clique, and you go to that clique, and you guys hang out, because maybe you have the same class or whatever. Eventually, you go to a party, and you drink too much, and you're in the point now where it's your fault because you drink too much. Okay? You should have not drank that much, 
And if you get raped, who do you think that's on? Do you think that's on the raper? Or do you think that's on, on the girl? <laughs> that's so hard. That's a very hard question. It's a very like. But let's get into this. It's controversial. What is I think it, people it, it's need to understand this. Kind of comes down to morals as well. Like, as a guy, I think you should know not to touch a girl that's intoxicated. Because she's not in her right mind to consent to it. And but what, live, if he's, what if he's intoxicated too? If he's also intoxicated, goddamn. You both are, you both are dumb. Who do, you, who do you think is at fault there? It's going to be the guy, always. Oh, you think so? I think it's all... Well, we live in a society where it's always the guy's fault. Well, why, do you, why are you adopting that, that view, then? I'm not adopting that view. I'm just saying, you ask me the question, and I answer No, it. I'm saying you morally. Who do you think is fault of this? Me morally? Yeah. If you're both intoxicated? Yeah. Dude, that's so hard. Like, Because the guy is also intoxicated. He can't think straight. The girl's intoxicated. She can't think straight. It depends. Did she, like, wake up in the morning, all of a sudden she said... Does he remember in the morning as well? What happened? Because if she we'll, remembers we'll, and he we'll, doesn't, we'll stick with we'll stick with two scenarios here. So the first scenario, obviously, we, I think we can both classify if somebody's not drunk, or they had one drink, they can still they can still think, right? Right. If you're not drunk and you're trying to like hit on a girl that's intox- intoxicated if, if, if and you know she can't consent, right. it's your fault. 100%. If they're anywhere from sober to just buzzed, right? And you know exactly what's going on. You you can process things exactly. But the second you get like the part where you're like. Brown out or blackout you slash. Can't you can't process shit. You don't understand what you're doing is wrong or right. So, and I always let's talk about that in a second. But um, if if you're anywhere between that buzz to sober line, and then you hook up with a girl who you know is intoxicated, you're fucking a dick. You're exactly. you're an absolute asshole. That's Go to I'm fucking saying. jail. You know what exactly. I'm saying? What I'm Get saying. the fuck out. But it becomes a problem whenever we're in this scenario now where both are drunk. Okay, both are drunk. They sleep with each other. Who's at fault? They take this to court. They take this to court. You as the jury, because everybody at the jury has their own opinion, you as a jury, who is at fault there? The man who had sex with the woman who was drunk and was also drunk? If or I was a judge, the woman I, if I was a judge, I, if I was a judge, I dropped the Not the judge, you're the jury. God damn fuck the jury, dude. They're dumb. It, they took it to court, it's now the Supreme Court, the biggest court of all. Who the fuck's winning, okay? Who the fuck's winning? Yeah. Do tell me who you pick. Who's 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 wrong, who's right? Who started it? <laughs> Let's be two again. <laughs> Who started it? <laughs> That's true, though. Like, honestly, you know? Because it's all, it, it all is, the context matters. You yeah, know? Exactly. exactly. how the thing went down matters. Exactly. But guess what? Nobody fucking remembers how that thing went down. So how are you going to take it to the court? How are you going to, like, if you're the girl, I'm not talking shit about girls right now. I am not against you guys right now. Or gals, whatever. Um... If you're in that situation, you know you were intoxicated, you know the guy was intoxicated, you had sex, and you didn't like it, or didn't actually want to have sex, you're just like, I was intoxicated, I don't want it, but the guy was also intoxicated, and you're trying to take it to, like, the court, there's a side in you that's saying, no, don't, because you're both intoxicated, right? But there's also a side in me, like, if you sobered up, and all of a sudden you're like, I don't like the guy that I just hooked up with, and you're trying to call rape, there's still that side of me that's like, you don't get to do that anymore. Right. You were intoxicated. And she's going to be like, well, I didn't get intoxicated to get f- fucking have sex. Okay, don't get intoxicated to the point. Like, have a drink. Right, don't get intoxicated to the point where you can't control exactly. your actions. Exactly. If you can't, if you know... And that goes for both parties. If both parties, 100%. yes, 100%. If you know you're in an environment where you're going to drink too much and can't control yourself and you feel unsafe, then you're why an idiot. do it? Right, why you're do an idiot. It? You should not put yourself that, in the wrong Not even just that, why do it? Like... Before you even get to that point of being intoxicated to the point where you can't think, the thing is sit there for a second and be like, well, I'm going to have this much 
and then this is going to happen, and this might happen. So let me not. Let me just have this much so I can still think and it's going to still fucking protect myself against people, blah, 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 whatever. Co- college is a hard thing, dude. Like, it is. And I think we're, we're, we're both on the same page here. Like, no matter what, you both made the wrong decision. There's no one who's really well, at fault. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's what I was trying to get you, like, pressing the answers, like, find out exactly where you're at. And I know you're having a hard time with it. So I'm just, I, I know exactly where you're coming from, and I get it. But I know what the bottom line. You don't want to choose anybody because they're both at fault. Yeah, they're both at fault, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that. And you see, you put in a court situation. Someone has to be fucking wrong and right. Right. And and I think that, that should never gone to court unless you have a, some kind of video or something like that where you exploited them or or you you actually weren't intoxicated and they actually literally raped you or. Or you know, got you intoxicated in there. Right. Or like drugged you. Like there's several situations where that should go to court. But exactly. I think there's a, a situation like that where they're both super intoxicated, can't remember a thing, and they both like you to court. were both on your own. Got intoxicated on your own, saw each other, and yum, 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 yum. Right, and then how would you even remember that you hooked up exactly. if you're actually that intoxicated exactly. and not making your own decisions? That's why I was, I was so now let's get into this part too, because I want to take, I want to bring this up, but I don't want to bring it mid, mid conversation. But I don't understand like the whole like I'm so intoxicated I can't think kind of thing. Like oh, when they think I, it's I, fun. I don't understand my actions, blah blah blah. Like I, I've never been that that drunk myself, so I can't really like speak on that. Like I've I've been so drunk one time that I threw up. You know, yeah. it, was, it was my 21st birthday, like a couple weeks after, and I finally went out to drinking, and that was the time when I actually threw up. But still, like throughout the entire drinking process, I still was, had cognition. I still knew what I was doing. I still knew how I was acting, what I was like. Like, I still had like manners, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think some people, they kind of use that as an excuse. Like, oh, like, I had a couple of drinks. I'm just going to act like an asshole. Or like, oh, I had a couple of drinks. Let me just like, actually, I don't know what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. they kind of like, I almost feel like there's like two sides to it, either you yourself are intentionally acting like you are or like, you know, maybe it's happening unintentionally. But I've never been to that side where it's unintentional. I've never even been to the point where I've thrown up, like my body's rejected it, like, hey, you're too drunk, get this out of your system. So I don't understand that part. To me, where people say they blacked out and they can't remember a thing, that does not ring a bell in my mind at all because I've never had a situation like that. I've always remembered exactly what happened, how it happened, where it happened. Like, I don't know. And also it's coming from me, like, I don't, I've never drinking. Like, if I would have threw up and, like, kept drinking after that, maybe I got to that point. But who the fuck does that? Mental illness at that point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but what, what's your opinion on that? Is there, is there like, I can't, I can't speak much about it other than don't get yourself to that point. I'm, I'm just going to keep saying that. Don't get yourself to that point. Or do. But, or do. What, I mean, if what, that's how you live your life, life go ahead and live your life like that. But in the long run, it ain't going to be pretty. I'm telling you that right now. But... Like, Matt had a good good point there. Like, he was always in his uh, cognitive. He always knew what was going around him and all that shit. And I think that's a smart way to drink. If you know what's going on around you. I still you, threw up. So that's what I'm saying. I pushed the border so far yeah. that I was too intoxicated and my body rejected it. And I never got to that point. So whenever I hear this thing like where people say, like, oh, I couldn't remember what happened, blah, blah, blah. I, I, and then you'll hear this, too. Like, they're like I, don't, I don't remember what happened, blah, blah, blah. Did I do this? Like... So like you what knew, I just said up here. Right. They'll say like like oh like they'll they'll be speaking. And I'll, I'll say it as if I'm them. You know. They'll be like this. They'll be like, oh, I can't remember anything that happened last night. And then like two hours later, be like, dude, did I do this when I was when I was drunk? Like you know what I'm saying? Like they'll, they'll the bring up that, an exact point. That's just like I think your brain actually starts playing the flashbacks on what happened. I don't know. I don't. Know, I don't know what the, I don't, I don't know, know what how happens. that works either. I've never even been to the point where I blacked out, quote unquote. I think I don't know. That's what's the point? Of just, it? What's the point? It's just so confusing. Because I that, just want to know the point of it. Yeah, I've, just, I've been to the point where I've drank and where I've thrown up, and I've, I just never experienced right. that. Like, I'm seeing my friends right now that go to college, they're smoking so much, drinking so much, and they're just like, college is so fun, blah, 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 good on you, you're experiencing the whole fucking college thing. 
but I also have friends that, like female friends, male friends, they're like still living at home. They go to college to fucking get it over with, come back home, work, whatever. And they're just, just like me. They're like, there's no, there's no point of like, campus, like $10,000 fucking quote unquote to have fun. Get the fuck out. I'm not paying right. that to have fun, you know? I can have fun on my own. I know what my fun is. And funny enough, <laughs> but funny enough, I was in, you know how my first semester, like right out of uh, high school, I went to community college for a right. semester for soccer. Right. Because they were like number one in the nation. So I was like, let me go there just for that. And I was in my English class. And they were talking about uh, like having fun and stuff. And everyone was like, yeah, go to parties, blah, blah, blah. And the teacher was involved, too. And I was doing a presentation, actually. And I said something, like, I, it was a presentation, and threw, like, out of it. I guess I, like, spoke about my day, what happens, blah, blah, blah. Because everyone just looked at me like, so what do you do for fun? And I was like, I, look, I just told you what I do for fun. Like, my training is my fun. Soccer is my fun. Being at home fucking chilling is my fun, you know? Just knowing that I have... Like, I have a job that I can pay for myself. That's my fun, you know? It's tiring, yes. It's it's a way of... Like, when people look at me, they're like, well, you're crazy. That's not fun, you know? You need to get out. You, can, you need to get out more. You need to go, like, fucking do parties and stuff. I hang out with friends. I go over to friends' house. I play FIFA, duh. You know? That's my fun. Uh, get on my phone, doing some shit. That's my fun, you know? I know that I don't need to sit down and actually have a drink or two or three, whatever... And go out to party with live music, pumping, whatever, to have fun. I know I don't need to smoke to have fun. And I know how to get myself out of a stressful moment. I go for a walk. I go for a run. Get the gloves out, go to the punching bag and do that shit. Because at the time when I was in the presentation, I also, like, uh, it wasn't too long after I actually quit kickboxing. And they're like, so your day is just filled with training. Yes, duh. Like, what the fuck do you want me to do? Right. Right? I, I literally asked, like, yeah, what's wrong with that? And they said... Parties! What the fuck? Get the fuck out! This is what you're talking about? And the teacher, the teacher was actually on my side. She was like, that's his fun. And I was like, thank you. That is my fun. Like, that's what I do. And I'm, there won't be a person strong enough to tell me, hey, let's go party. You need to get out more. No matter how stressed I am. Right. I don't care if I'm fucking like zero dollars. I have zero dollars. I have nothing. My training is over. My soccer is over. I don't care. I am not going out to drink and have fun. Because I know that's just a delay of the inevitable. That's it. That's all there is to it. You're just going to go out there, have a drink. You're going to get depressed. You're going to get blacked out. You're not going to remember what happened. You wake up. You're like, oh, now you, get, you have a, you got to deal with a hangover. And that's another point is, like, if you deal with a hangover on a Sunday, college students, usually they postpone their homework till Sunday. Now you got to do your homework. Now you don't want to do your homework because they have a hangover. And now you're just... Unproductive, like the, the, only way, the only way you get out of that circle is to drink again. <laughs> so you get to that new elevation you were at before. Exactly. And I think that another point um, I like that you brought up um, is kind of the fact why people drink, right? And I think that obviously because people are, are stressed out and people don't know how to deal with their stress. You know, they think that that's a good uh, absolver to stress just to, to act like, you know, tonight's the night I'm just going to go ahead and let loose. You know, what if we did that with Quote food? Quote, unquote, let loose. Right, what if we did it with food? Um... Because I think we already do binge eating. Right. That's why they're fat. Right. So exactly. Yeah, exactly. This is where I'm going, right? So what if we do that with food? And and obviously we do that sometimes. Some people do that. So that creates a bad bad um, relationship with food to where maybe you binge eat and then you purge, right? So the second after you're done eating, you throw up, right? You force yourself to throw up. 
because now you feel so awful about what you just did. Because there's no like elevation from that. Or you right? go you, burn it off. Right, you get that, that momentary like oh a little spike in, in um, dopamine, but no, it fucking ends up just negating itself. Or you end up being anorexic because like now food is now a demon to you. And with with uh, having our what is this? Long. I'll talk about that. Okay. Hella funny. It gave you hella funny. With with having um, with having our where was I at? Fuck, you fucked me up. Oops. Uh, purge. Yes. So purge. Yes. Thank you. So purging. Yes. And and, and the anorexia. So going back to that, that creates a bad relationship with food. Okay. You can also have a better relationship with exercise to where now you think, okay, since I ate all that, I need to turn around, I need to start, go work this shit off and create a really better relationship with exercise to where you're just using it as quote unquote a workout, right? It should be training. It shouldn't be just like, I'm working out what I just ate. I think there's a lot of things that just turned out to be very depressing if you think about it. Like like at the base moral of what we're learning and what we're actually doing to ourselves, like you're setting yourself up for failure anytime you do anything like that. You're simply putting yourself a step behind where you were yesterday. And it's sad to think that a lot of people go through this motion where they think they're doing the right thing. They think that they have everything figured out. And they don't because they just continue over and over to cycle through the same thing, whether that's drinking, whether that's eating, whether that's exercising to the point where it's not actually working out for you. It's like the high intensity interval training, right? So um, let's think about that, right? There's been studies done on Tabata where Tabata is actually... Since there's so many hydrogen ions and so much lactic acid that it's actually intoxicating your muscles, intoxicating your body with, with acidity. So we don't want that. We don't want to have uh, Tabata for fucking 12 years, right? We're not trying to train our body to always take this lactic acid in and never actually be able to absolve that. So um, there's been studies that have been done on that to where uh, if you're doing Tabata, it actually starts mitigating your health, right? So the net overall benefit of Tabata isn't there, right? Because at, at some point, you depress your immune system, you depress your overall mood, you depress... So have you seen people like this? Because you have... You're, you're basically a 12-week um, Tabata-style challenge, right? So in your six system... Weeks. Six weeks. I'm sorry, it's six weeks. Um, but everybody who comes in here always does the same boot camp workouts. They're right, all, they're all right. Tabata. Exactly. Are people... The people come in here, are they sick? Um, I definitely... They complain about that a lot? I definitely, like, have people, like, halfway that get sick... Uh, funny enough that you just said that, actually, I have a client, she started first week, it's been, it's been, yeah, thank you, bring that closer to me. I don't think it caught any of that. Oh, really? Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, but she, she came in, and it's been her third week now that she hasn't been come in. I, uh, like, texted her, because I was like, hey, where you at? Because it, it is my job to have, like, I gotta keep it accountable, right? And, um, she's sick, and yeah, I think... I mean, definitely, like, I definitely do get people that uh, get sick and people that might be depressed or whatever. But in my gym, at least in the gym, I work out. And I do have to give them credit for that. We are a small community and we are a family. So people do, like, when they walk through the doors, they do love it, right? Like, I, I got to give it to them. They love it. They love the environment. So that, that gets them out of that state. I think if you're doing Tabata on your own a lot, then that's where it, like, like that study could be more for you, like I the depressed it, and all that stuff. I think because I, I hadn't seen like anyone here where they would um, be depressed, sick, and then when they walk in, they're like, "Oh, I'm depressed and sick still." Well, they look, actually feel better afterwards. Look, I don't right? Know. The the Tabata itself is just releasing a bunch of cortisol. Right? Yeah, that's is. what's happening. And if if you're already addicted to the cortisol effect, and you come in here you have the Tabata workout, you're gonna feel better. And it's masking actually yeah. what's happening inside of your body. You're actually getting worse. 
It's just you're, you're so addicted to what you're doing, that high-intense sessions, that you need the session again to continue. And it's sad because it happens so often. You know what I mean? So correlating this back to the college thing, because we don't want to get too far off topic where we've been talking. But getting back into the college situation, um, since we kind of talked about the alcohol and the food and the, the, all the addictions that may happen there. But what do you think overall, is there any, any kind of benefit to having social aspect of drinking? Uh, I got, I got to put that down think about this. I can't like go like, into Like socially, being out in public, right? Because you hear yeah. about the parties, right? If, yeah, yeah. if the parties were there still, but they had no alcohol. And this sounds boring to a lot of people. They're going to be like, ew, what is that? Yeah. Fucking stupid. We don't want to have that. You said fucking stupid. And, and we'll, we'll, we'll tie this back into to being a full spectrum, but do you think there's a benefit to being out socially? There is definitely a benefit being out socially. It, if you're out socially with friends and stuff, you are going to have, um, well, I hope, you are going to have fun. You, you are going to get out of that, um, uh, like, that stressful mind. And that's going to sound like I'm contradicting myself, but I'm not. Because when you're out and partying and drinking, you're drinking a depressant, so it's going to make it worse. But when you're out and actually laughing with friends, having fun with friends and engaging, uh, what's the hormone that it releases when you do stuff like that? Fuck, I forgot. It's a hormone that's responsible for making us actually feel... Serotonin? Yes, thank you. Like it, It's actually been proven that when you do stuff like that, it's going to release that serotonin. It's going to make you feel more uplifted. And when you go back and try to do, like, schoolwork, you're going to feel more productive. You're going to feel like you want to actually do it and do more of it, whatever, right? So there's definitely a benefit to that. Also, the other benefit to that is, especially when you're in college, we know how college is just this, like, box of education that puts you in, right? If you go out socially with friends and, you, you like, you could see the real world out there, you could see people, what's going on out there in the world, then that way you're going to learn more. Because I definitely learned more when I started going out with... Um, with friends and I started like exploring stuff and all so I didn't just stick to that box of education and thought that school was teaching me everything and a good example of that is my sister my sister has always been go to school go back home go to school go back home she'd have like a few friends that come over but it, her friends were just mostly like talk on the phone whatever blah 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 right and she's like until she got a job she was always, like, socially awkward. I'm not saying it's bad to be socially awkward. Like, if you're shy, an introvert, whatever, like, good on you. If you know how to embrace it, though, good on you as well. But there's definitely, like, drawbacks to being socially awkward because then you're minimizing the chances of what you can get out of life. Like, if you're trying to be successful and you're socially awkward and an introvert, you got to learn how to embrace those and how to work with those, not against it. Once you start working against it, that's how you lose. You, you got to work with it. Stop doing that, please. <laughs> you gotta work with it in order to try like like like, like I'm just saying like you gotta brace it and know what to do but there's definitely like, you're random I'll cut you off yeah. so <laughs> there's definitely a benefit to it so um, I want to bring us back to like how we are developed right we're social creatures right if you think about what prison is right? are we yeah dude think about prison the worst punishment there is solitary confinement to where you can't talk to anybody you're sitting you're simply sitting there uh, completely alone to your thoughts they've done studies too that I've actually studied. Um, the mental psychology, after like, I think it's three days, three or four days, uh, don't quote me on this, but I think it's three or four days, after that period, when you're completely alone, you start having like m symptoms of being like psychopathic, like you you simply are no longer yourself. So that just kind of goes to show that like literally, if you're going to develop kind of psychopathic thoughts off of being simply just alone, which doesn't sound like too much, but 
you start getting deprived of overall expression of feelings, emotions. You start bottling things up. You're not actually exploring um, other people's thoughts and seeing different perspectives. Um, it creates a closed-minded thought process, and I think it, it does a lot worse than just that, too. But I think we are super social creatures, and I think that's why partying kind of got started, because, hey, let's all get together this weekend, you know, which is great. That's awesome. But then it turned into this, like, odd convolution of everybody. Let's get a fucking drink. Let's go hammer ourselves. Let's do whatever we can to just drink it up, you know what I'm saying? Fucking down the hatch. But, um, obviously, if we... <laughs> this fucker's recording me. Watch on Instagram. Here it comes. Um, but I should go on Instagram live, shouldn't I? Yeah, you should. Right. But um, I think that if we if we were to kind of dissect this a little bit more, we need social aspects in college, right? We need to yeah. explore other people's thoughts. We need to be exposed to other people's ways of thinking. And it's a great way to, to get everybody together, but why are we drinking? We're, we're definitely not doing what we should be. We're, we're right. taking away the benefit of that socialness. And I think that a lot of people like, Think back to their times in college. Oh, so great. You know, I got to hang out with this person, that person, and we we're all drinking. I don't think it was drinking that did it for you. I think it was just hanging out with people. You know, I think it was really just interacting with others, seeing the people's points of view, laughing, having a good time, you know, enjoying people's company. I think that's really, really what made you enjoy the college experience. I don't think it was just simply the drink, you know. To, I definitely don't think To kind of bring it back full circle and make, make everything really realistic here. I think. But if you ask any college student, like, well, what was your highlight? Oh, my God, I had so much fun. Right. Like, what do you have fun? Oh, my God. I was drank with friends. Blah, right. blah, blah. Get the fuck out, you know? Right. I have a friend also. God damn it. Such a light drinker. And then, literally, like, he came, one time I went, picked him up from a party, picked up the other friend from a party, too. He was fucking, like, drunk as shit. But he, he was still, like, able to process things. He knew my name. He knew my best friend's name. He knew what we were doing. And, like, I asked my friend, he was like, what did he have? He's so fucking out of it. And he said, he didn't have much, he's a light drinker. I'm like, why the fuck does he always talk about, like, being a heavy drinker? Don't lie to yourself. Like, if you're a light drinker, light drinker like, what does it matter? Like, that's like that, who cares? Like, that honestly does, like, it pisses me off. Like, who the fuck cares, dude? If, if you're out partying and your friends are judging you if you're a light drinker, is that really you having fun? Because right. they're killing your confidence right now. And I know that it is. Like, if I'm, like, let's say I start drinking right now all of a sudden, 100% I'm going to be a light drinker. I've never had that shit in my body, right? And then people are going to make fun of me. I don't give a shit. Like, you know me. I, don't, I really right. don't give a shit. And, like, to tie that back to, like, my workouts, in the gym I could easily try an ego lift and fuck up my form, right? I really don't care if someone's going to, across the room, oh, look at that guy. has only the 2.5s on each side of the bar. I don't give a shit. I'm trying to maintain my form, right? Right. Like, that's my, my thing is, like, be confident what you're doing. If you're at a party and you're trying to fit in, you're not having fun because you're always in that mind of, oh, my God, I got to do what he's doing. Oh, oh, he's doing that. Oh, oh, he's doing that. And you pay attention to what people are doing. You're not paying attention to how you're having fun. Well, let's think about this, too, right? We're growing up in a generation where we're so stuck into our phones. We text. We, we don't really call anymore. We just text and we send Snapchats and just pictures and, and text with them. We do all these things that are a platform for us not to talk. And then the second we get out in the, the actual open world, we start seeing other people. We start exploring with what, what their emotions are, what their opinions are. What do we need, right? We need, we need a drink. We need a drink to actually calm down, which is kind of sad. You need a drink to kind of open up and actually explore, like, how to express yourself. Because you see that. You'll sometimes see this. Like, if there's a group of people together and they're all super awkward, they don't really start flowing with each other until they actually have a couple drinks, right? Right. So I think it's super awkward to think that we need this, you know? And maybe this, this generation's growing up does. They need something to get, let them get loose and start exploring the social nature of who we are. And maybe it's going to help them progress. 
maybe this can help them start opening up to, hey, now now that I've, I've drinking a couple of drinks, I can start talking. And maybe you need that for the first couple of times. But do you need that the entire time? No. You know, do you need to continue that no. bad habit? Yeah, really But maybe don't. you just start exploring yourself and say, hey, well, people are comfortable with what I'm saying. They're not going to, like, kill me just because I said something. Maybe they need that to kind of, like, push them over that small little hump that they had to get them out of the way of thinking, uh, I, can't ex- I can't express what I think. Because I think our, our technology is now kind of conditioned us to think, okay, you can say what you want online to somebody who's, you know, wearing a belt. We'll say that, right? Maybe, maybe you comment on someone's thing and you belt. say, you say belt. If you, if you saw them in the gym and they were lifting fucking 700 pounds and you walked up to them and said, belt, belt. they'd fucking lift, kill you. Right, they'd lift fu- that shit. They'd fucking kill you, you right. know what I'm saying? So, like, this is just correlating it all back, right? You can start insulting people or start talking to people, whether it's insults or not. You can start talking to people who... You're not really talking to you. are just texting on a message. You can think about the message. And you can kind of like process, okay, well, what am I thinking? I want to say it like this. Oh, no, backspace that. Let me take this put it in there. <laughs> you can really like start like creating your own thoughts in a long format, um, taking a lot more time, not really expressing like how you're going to actually say it, and put it into such perfect little words and then just send it, right? So what a text is. It's what a fucking a DM is. It's what all these little things are that, that now, if you kind of start thinking about it, right, we're not social creatures anymore. We're starting to come anti-social because we're just using the social media quote-unquote um to be social and it's not really producing the results we want right we need to interact with people we need to be around people we need to have other thoughts we need, we need like we need um face-to-face interactions for sure like right right right, right. but um i think that, that kind of uh we kind of went on right with that didn't we, we did but we i did. think it's really important though it really real. is because really i don't know why that that's such a big topic for people like how i drink you know like 42 minutes of just like college drinking yeah, and shit. there's a lot more to go over, you know what I'm saying? There really is. There, really, there is a lot. Maybe we'll, we'll do, like, bits and small pieces of it. Um, okay, don't do that now. Instagram. <laughs> oh, very right. good. Yeah, that kind of covers it all. If you think we're lame after this, go ahead and still listen to yeah, us. Let's, 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 let's get down to the nature of it. Okay, so is there benefit to drinking? Like we just I'm, talked about, the I one, know there, the one I benefit. Know there, I know there are, like, studies coming out that saying... A glass of wine actually helps you do stuff. That's horseshit. That's, that's yeah, fucking horseshit. horseshit. I'm thinking about, like, okay, the social benefit. Like, if somebody's socially awkward, they can start expressing themselves. Maybe get over that hump and then they're okay. Maybe it will gather friends, so it'll allow you to kind of connect with people. Drink sparkling water. If, if, you're, if you're not drinking heavily, right? If it's just one if you drink, don't know something how like to that. Get, if you don't know how to get out of that social awkward moment by yourself without, like, any drinking, any, like, I don't know, any other equipment or whatever they might be selling then maybe you need to reevaluate yourself. Right, I think what, like, total health is, right? You have the mental, the physical, the Mm -hmm. emotional, right? Maybe this does help you slightly in the emotional category because you're now supplying a little bit more propulsion towards your emotional development, right? You're starting to kind of, like, talk to people, express how you feel, things like that, right? So I think there is a little bit of, of, of value there, but once again, it's... Very minuscule. I don't think it's ever anything to be overemphasized. Right. Especially in the way we've done it with the college where it's like now people are choosing schools just to go party with them. You know what I'm saying? Like right. they're choosing schools based upon the party this. And I think that that's uh, a big problem. Um, but you know what? After all this drinking talk, let's talk about uh, avoiding drinks, right? What's your composition goals, right? We, we talked about those. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's bring this back into it. What's your plan? And let's let's make a statement here. You know what I mean? What's 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 your plan? We need to make a statement after we're all done talking about our plans. Um, so. And my, let, let my, the audience know what your plan was once again before my, even I'm before just, even talk about the plan. What's what's your goal? I'm literally just trying to get out of that. Um, I'm so trying to go back to thirteen point five, an objective number. What do you want to be at? 
I want to be around 11, 12%. Give me a one number. I fluctuate so I much that shit. it's hard. You need to have a goal. Thank you. What's the goal? <laughs> Let's see. So I'm going to go down to 12%. Okay. I so think that's, one, that's still athletic range. 1.5%. Yeah, yeah. I want to go down to 12%. This is my plan. My plan is it's easy, but it's really not. Like for me, it's really not because you know how much I love the zebra cakes, the honey buns, and all that shit. I, sure. really, I literally love that. And I just had a friend text me and say, want to go somewhere? I'm about to go eat again. <laughs> and so it's so fucking hard. But I'm going to cut out the extra snacking that I do in between classes because I, I do. It's going to help my bank too, my bank account, to fucking stop snacking in between classes. What, what usually snacks did you choose? Let's think about that too, because snacking itself inherently isn't it's bad. It's not. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Because you know when I, mean? I, I get to tell them. So this is what like I snack on. Just last time, I snacked on four cinnamon rolls. Right. Four right. Here we go. <laughs> um, I had water, so I was like, yeah, healthy. And I had a protein bar. Okay. But the protein bar, I looked at it. The sugar that was in it, for fuck's sake, a lot of sugar, right? So my plan is cut out the junk snacking between my classes. Get out. The junk snacking late at night. If I'm hungry late at night, I'm gonna make maybe not a meal, but I'll make like good sandwiches that are like actual food. Exactly, like nutrient dense, and I'll drink water. And also, what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna um, I'm just gonna ramp up my long distance running. I'm not saying that that's what you need to lose weight because we've been talking shit yeah, a lot please, about cardio. Please, I, yeah. yeah, I gotta like tell you guys why I'm doing that. I'm doing that for the sake of my game of soccer because I've been noticing that. I'm getting tired like a little quicker on the field, and that's because I am ramping up my weight training here. And so if I'm going to ramp up my weight training here, I still need to do as much or more of like my soccer training off the fucking like gym grounds. So I need to ramp that up. I'm going to do that maybe once or twice a week, depending on how many miles I do. If I'm doing like two or three miles, then I'll go twice a week. But if I'm doing five miles at one go, I'll just do it once a week. I'm going to do that. Soccer training is going to stay the same. I'm still going to do the, like, three times a week plus the games on weekends. I'm gonna, just an idea. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I do soccer training. And then Friday night, sometimes I'd have a game. Uh, Saturday, Sunday, I always have games. And then I would, Tuesday, Thursday, I weight lift late at Like, kind of late at night. Tuesday, like, Thursday, after 7.30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? And Sunday. And Sunday. That's right. And I lift Sunday. So on Sunday, I do soccer and weight training. So I'm not too worried about that day. But on the days that I'm... Uh, so like Tuesdays and Thursdays, they, they're the days that I'm packed with weight training more, resistance training. I love resistance training, but I'm just going to start running more in those days. So in between my classes, because I have nothing to do, so what I do is snack. I'm just going to go out to the field, do a little bit of mobility, do a little bit of running, and get a little bit of soccer in me. Just for that extra movement. Because, excuse me, that's what it came down to is like me being at school, I'm bored, I don't have homework to do, I just did it. I'm going to go fucking snack yeah. on bad stuff, too. Right. In a college environment, you don't really find a lot of healthy snacks. Ever. You really don't. Ever. And fucking, like, the cinnamon rolls, they were $10. Oh, it hurt my fucking heart. <laughs> she checked me out. She said $10. Like, ouch. Can I put it back now? <laughs> but that's my plan, and I'm going to go down to 12%. What about you, Matt? Um, so, uh, once again, to re- reinstate my goal, last time uh, we were talking, I'm at 21% right now. And last time we were talking, we said 3%. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. So 3% would be at 18. So we said 3 or 4. We kept saying 3 or 4%, 3 or 4%. I said 4%. Yeah. Uh, just because I like that number better, right? That would put me at 17%. And 
that's actually being at the category you're in right now. So you're in the category of fit. And just so you guys know, the, the categories we're talking about, these are just objective. They're not really actually like uh, truly, truly like what they are, right? So someone's in the, the six to whatever percentage it is, they're not actually athletic. It's just a matter of saying what percentage you're at, okay? Um, it's something we use uh, for, let's tell the audience actually what we use to track our, our body fat because that makes a huge difference, right? Yeah. True. We use the biological impedance machines, like where you can kind of hold it, put your hands out and hold it. So inaccurate. Exactly. Um, when, when, you, when you hydrate a different way, so inaccurate. Let's be honest. Every single ever invented body fat percentage thing is ever, always going to be inaccurate, right? The most accurate one is the hydrostatic dunking, but that shit costs a lot of money, right? It really does. So I work at a, at a gym where they have um, a system. It's called the Staiku machine. So basically what it does, it takes you on this platform and spins you around. I trust it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's inaccurate, but it's accurate if we keep using the same machine, exactly. right? And that, that goes for everything. Um, so we're going to consistently use that one. Reliability versus validity. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. So it's, it's more precise. It may not exactly. be accurate, but it's just precise exactly. what, what the recording is. Um, but it basically takes just measurements of girth and then takes your weight and calculates oh, yeah. the, the overall. Girth, baby. Uh, Who said that? And then takes the overall um, statistics and develops your body fat percentage. So. <laughs> Um, my goal, like last time I said, we, we ended up saying 4%. If it was 4% off 21%, that's actually 17 So I'm, I'm going to reach for the 17%. And the goal, how I'm going to get there, the plan is going to break down like this, right? So on the non-training days, I'm still going to go to – I mean, I've already been doing this. I'm going to the gym, doing mobility, maybe going to the sauna just to get that relaxation, get the breathing Have you been in. going to the pool? Yeah. What do you do in the pool? Just, I mean, it's simple. I never, I never ever am trying to like fucking gas myself out. It's nothing, nothing cardio based. It's just, I'm trying to get, um, I'll, I'll do like just high knees in the pool, right? Trying to work in the hip flexors. We never ever target that. So it's high knees, um, kind of get the body that moving. That shit's targeted way too much for me. I'll do really small like plyometrics in the, in the uh, pool. I'll try and do like simple laps. So just technique work, right? If I had so money for gas, I fucking come over for the pool. Work too. on the technique and how like uh, my friend taught me, like where you're, we have both hands meet in front and then you start moving the hands. Um, you trying to be a good swimmer, huh? No, nah, I just wanna just wanna get better. Thank you. My never been never been good, so maybe yeah. maybe getting that a little bit better. Um, but that's why I want to get in the pool a lot. I want to swim better. Yeah. You never. I need. I, I, I just to swim. Need, no, I can swim. Nah. I, I can swim. Yeah. Not good, but I can swim. I just can't float. Yeah. Right. Fucking like. Which means you can't swim. Thank you. If you're in the ocean, True. it's when it dumps you out. You can't swim. True. Because you can't float. Exactly. <laughs> but um, so try to swim underwater. Get out of breath. Yeah. Exactly. So, unless it's a pool of sparkling water, then you'll be like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, uh, but, but. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I would love that. That's funny. Oh, yes, baby. Who said that? Okay. But um, my goal and how I'm going to get there is on my non-training days, quote unquote non-training because I'm still going to the gym. But on my non-weightlifting, heavy, intense training days, I'm going to be eating lower calories. So I'm be, be shooting around for 2,000, right? It's going to be kind of my marker. Whether it's above that a little bit or below that a little bit, it's fine. It's kind of, I'm kind of going around 2,000. And then for my training days, I'm going for around 3,000. So obviously it's a huge jump. And people are probably like, what the fuck? Um, for me, it just makes more sense if I can start treating my calories that way. So let's think about this, right? So I have three heavy training sessions a week, right? So it's three times I'm eating higher calorie. And there's also four non high intensity training while well, I'm eating less calories a day. Well, overall, I'm eating less calories because more days are equated to less calories. So guess what? Over the course of the week, I'm in a deficit, right? So some days maybe at maintenance or even a surplus, some days are at a complete deficit. So I'm trying to basically do this because the way the metabolism reacts, if I was to eat exactly 
I don't know exactly the, the average statistic would be. If I was to eat, let's say, 2,300 calories, and I ate that every single day, my body's going to get real adaptive to that real quick. So yeah. I'm trying to avoid that by, and by you, peaking that, and valley. Exactly. Peak, valley, peak, and the valley. people need to understand that. Your body will adapt to whatever it is that you're doing because it wants to get really good at it. Right, it's efficiency. It's exactly. All and it's going to adapt to it. And that's why... That's also why, like, we switch our programming, like, every four weeks at the most or something like that. Right. Because our body's adapted. Like, this program, we're two weeks in, and we're already adapted. It's already easy. It's already easy. Exactly. So, So, like, we'll add weight. Okay, I'll add weight. Movement's still easy. Right. And eventually, once you keep adding weight, you're going to hurt, so. Right. And you're going to get to the point where you can't pull the weight anymore, so it's now the movement is insufficient. Right. Or your form breaks down, whatever it is. Exactly. But... So inside of my nutrition, what we used to be doing, uh, after every single workout, we'd go get something to eat. I mean, literally, every single time you and me would work out, we'd go get something to eat. Sure. And it was always food that really was not too healthy for us, if we're being honest. Yeah. You know? Um, and <laughs> we got to stop doing that shit. We so, do. so what I actually did today, today we actually got, got done with the workout, and I just had a banana. So not, I'm still I'm not going to stop. But I ate pretty healthy, too. Right, I'm not, I'm not going to stop eating after the workout. I'm just going to start eating a healthier, healthier choice. Right, right? So it doesn't, like doesn't matter apple. if I'm eating after the workout. It's just and a matter now, of eating and, something better. Right, and now the technical people are going to come out and be like, well, food has fructose, sugar. Well, Get fuck down. Right. right, fruit is way better than your fucking goddamn bowl of sugar and fat. Exactly. It's better than stuff. what we're yeah. doing, zebra cake, for fuck's sake. I wasn't. You were, you were really on the zebra cake for fuck a while. You, you, I you, really, you really liked it. And then I realized <laughs> that it's disgusting. You're like, you're like, I can do it. Nah, I can do it. Right, that's why we had to make you commit. You know what I can do? Right, you know what I want you to do though? I really want you to have like one day where you go out for like 15 minute top of sprints. 15 minutes straight of sprints? No, like you do. Fuck off. Like, okay, I can do that. I sprint for 15 minutes. No, I'm kidding. I can't do that. No, but like, I don't know, like you do. Maybe go on a run. Maybe not 15 minutes if I'm doing this. Okay, so this is my like high intensity interval training basically, but. Not for 15 minutes, I'd say for 10 minutes, where you do like, I don't know, 30 seconds on, like... Of sprinting. Not, okay. You dumb fuck. Okay, I do that, never mind, not you. Not, okay. Dude, Nobody sprints for 30 minutes. 10 seconds, oh, I can't. No. 10 seconds, yes. You're, you're just maintaining your top speed, and you're not sprinting at that point. Huh? You're not sprinting at that point. You're just maintaining top speed. Okay, dude. You so don't know what goes sprinting. on in the soccer field. But, <laughs> 10, okay, let's say, you put it on for 10 seconds, and then, like, 20 seconds of just low jogging. Or I just... Why did you make that face? Because you're dumb. Okay. You, oh, you, I, want you, you, I want to see how much you lean out with just no, doing you're that. No, like you're that. trying to just get me to do cardio. I'm, I am. I'm, and the, the point I'm trying to make here is that I'm not doing cardio for this. I like, really want to. And I, I, I want to actually prove to the audience that that's possible because I think everybody has that okay, stipulation. Okay, yeah, do that. Never mind. Do that. Right, I'm not yeah, going to have any that. cardio involved with this. There's no, there's no right. okay, time they'll be doing that. You're right. Because I think that for the audience, they need to understand that, hey, I can do this without doing the rigorous cardio because that's not what matters. The matter of the fact is that you need to maintain your weight training and you need to start doing a calorie deficit right exactly and we need to start focusing more on the fact that the weight training is a better adaptation for your body to adapt to rather than being efficient with running right i don't give a fuck about that sure and that's a good point and that's why i had to say my point of why i'm doing the longer distance running for a little bit it's because of my sport like i'm dedicated to that sport i'm gonna do what it takes to be the best at that right. sport. don't get me wrong like i already talked to you about this like exactly i want to start sprinting again to start actually like being more explosive exactly and i'm gonna start programming there's big, in. and there's a big benefit to there be is more explosive. there is right let's say even okay, even the average person, right? Let's say somebody tried to mug you, right? right. Just give you a scenario. If somebody tried to mug you, and you didn't know how to sprint, you you didn't have that explosiveness. You're gonna get mugged. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Also, like another point. So Matt here is not the average your average person in the gym. What I what I mean that's what I'm saying. What I mean by that is, so if we're doing a set and he's getting tired, he knows how to push through that set. 
this is where I think cardio can come in for some people that are just doing resistance training. So when Matt gets tired, he knows how to push through. But when there are people in the gym that get tired from their set, now they're resting for like five minutes to get to their next set. And that's just not sufficient at that point. And that's where maybe like cardio can help you out. It's like get your cardiovascular up. So you can lift more efficiently in the weight right. world. And, and that definitely translates over to right. the weight world. And a certain certain minimal amount of cardio is required for health. Exactly. Right? we got to understand that too. I'm just saying for this for this uh, uh, challenge that I've brought to myself, I'm not going to do cardio so I can prove to everybody that's not required. I'm not going to do cardio. Then I'm going to prove to everyone. I'm kidding. You're done. Um, but so let's go into my nutrition itself. So I'm not doing any of the, the stupid foods I used to do. And I'm actually lactose intolerant for the people who don't know that. I used to still eat dairy like a dumb fuck. <laughs> And you really did. I did, like a dummy. Dummy. And it, there'd be like small little like bumps around my body that would tell me, hey, stop doing that. I'm going I'm to start. It's so funny because I had a protein bar and had dairy in it. And he said, has dairy in it? I was like, yeah. And he said, okay, let me see it. I fucking <laughs> ate it. Dumb bitch. Yeah, no, so that, that's a no-no. That's a no-no. And I know for my body that that is the worst thing I can do is start putting dairy in my body because it, it reacts in such a way that like literally makes me so inflamed. And I don't mean like as in joint inflammation. People usually think inflammation is like joint. I'm talking about literally my gut is distended. Like Fuck it is. Fucking looking ass. Oh, fuck you. My <laughs> gut is literally distended. Like it, it seriously is like a complete bloat and just does not feel good at all. It aches. I'm in pain. But it was just the foods I like. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody likes dairy foods. You know, there's dairy in almost everything too. But you know what? I'm like, no, fuck this shit. I need to actually get my health right. And that's the best thing I can do for my health, number one. Is stop eating dairy. Okay. <gasps> number two is just to start being more consistent about, okay, what the fuck? It's just, <laughs> it's just to start being more consistent about getting in um, my protein sources. Because that's, that's really for something for me. Like, I was always at the gym, and I just run home, grab something real quick, run back. You know, so maybe a piece of fruit. Um, you know, your, your parents, maybe that the uh, rice and beans, no meat, anything like that. I would just keep going back and, like, just get something real quick. Or run to the... Was run that to, okay for you, by the Yeah, it was fine. Okay. Or go to Snooks and, like, buy a bar. Like, I need to start eating whole food. So what I'm doing... And I've always noticed this for my body that, like, I react really well to, what, to red meat. Like, if I eat a bunch of fish or, like, a bunch of chicken, I don't feel as good. I don't know what it is, but for the red meat, for me, fucking great. Like, I love any kind of red meat, whatever, whatever cut it is. But that's, that's what I'm going to do. Starting more protein sources and um, just stop getting the dairy in. And obviously incorporating the same amount of vegetables I'm having. Incorporating, um, as far as, like, supplements go, the only thing I'm doing... As a multivitamin, just because I always I always do that, just so it's like a, a clear base. Like if I don't get one nutrient, I still have it. Especially for calcium, that's one of the big things for me. Since I can't have dairy, it's one of the best sources of calcium, so I have to have something to replace I'm that. I'm always in dairy. So. <laughs> yeah, I know you don't fucking give a shit about calcium. I really don't. I never like tried my calcium at all. Right. Um, so I'm doing that. I'm also doing creatine, just because I like uh, having that performance benefit from it. And then um, I'm also doing. lift more than me. If I take creatine, I'll lift more. I know. And then also. Uh, it's I'm like a big waist. That's why he has a big waist, guys. Yeah, dummy. Also, I'm taking a probiotic. <laughs> and, uh, God damn, you're going all out with supplements. Well, it's just three, dude, I you know. dumb fuck. But the, the, the probiotic itself, um, for me, I already know I've been feeding my, my gut the wrong foods for a long time, and I need to really start shaping it out. So. Um, I'm, I'm simply just going to take a probiotic, try and get my gut health back in check. And we always talk shit about gut health, but it's seriously, it does make a big factor. And you guys will see, like, today, actually, today is, uh, what, three days in? Yeah. Okay. Because we record this stuff kind of on a, on a different pace, but we told you last week that we wanted to make sure you guys knew our plan so you knew exactly how we were going to execute. But we recorded that podcast on Thursday. We're going to start releasing these every Friday. Um, like well, it's going to be like a nutrition check-in Friday. Well, we're going to start talking about like what our program is and how, how we're doing and all that kind of stuff. Fuck you. And we're going to start talking about what we're doing, how we're doing, uh, our progress, gradually how it's improving. 
But um, so this this will be released on the Friday. You'll be able to hear it then. Um, and the next ones will be released on the Friday. So every Friday, we're basically going to check in and see where we are on the seven weeks. But um, going back into it, my um, weight has already dropped from 213. Already dropped as well, yeah. To 206. I dropped to where I want to be, actually, already. That's why I didn't even make that an announcement here in the podcast. I already dropped where I wanted to be at. Yeah, but I, I want to say this because I think That's that, only two, like, two or three days of us just cleaning the yeah, but, out of but, our food. Yeah, but one of the things we have to understand is, okay, let's break that down because I, I didn't just lose seven pounds. Exactly, there's no way. Yeah, what, yeah. what happened is, number one, I was fasted, relatively fasted, whenever we weighed ourselves. I ate at, like, nine o'clock this morning. Okay. okay. So I was more fast than I was yesterday or the, or the day where we did it on Friday. Because on Friday, I literally ate and then we walked over and weighed ourselves after we had water, food, all that kind of stuff. So there's probably, you know, two pounds easy, just in the water weight and the food weight. Um, and then also I had dairy in the food we had that day and in the food that I had that morning and the food that I had last night. So dairy for me, and I already know this, it just holds a shit ton of water. Like I fucking, I feel so bloated. Like I'm saying, um, it's just a lot of water retention, a lot of inflammation inside that carries that weight. So it wasn't seven pounds I lost over the, the course of three days. It was the fact that all that inflammation is dropped. And if anybody's ever started like eating better for themselves, right? Because better for themselves means a lot of different things. But if you ever started eating better for yourself, you'll notice pretty rapid weight loss right away. It's not like that's fat. You didn't lose fat. Fat did not come off your body that quick. It's not. It's water. Um, but go into your story. So there's a piece that I missed out. So what I've been doing for school, especially on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So especially on um, Tuesdays and Thursdays is, so what I've been doing is I would like make my breakfast and my breakfast is just like, it's sandwiches for like eggs, cheese, whatever it may be, and take it on the road with me, and then I'd have some leftover to eat plus a snack. And so what I'm gonna do is um, actually gonna buy, like you said, like the whole natural food foods, and I'm probably gonna make like a meal for me to eat at lunchtime instead of like having a snack if I actually do get hungry, because I do, I really do get hungry um, at school because it's a long day at school on Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's what I'm gonna do to clean up my food a little more, and it'll hold me accountable, so I don't have to actually. Um, go out and eat all that junk and feed it to my body. But that's what I'm going to do. And I already dropped, like, uh, I was 161 when we weighed ourselves, and now I'm at, like, I'm at 157 point something, so close to 158. So that's good. That's the range I want to be at. And I do have to actually break that down as well, because when we weighed ourselves, I was relatively bloated. We ate a lot. We, like, had all that uh, bad food in our system. So obviously that's in it. The water weight's in it as well. This one I weighed it myself, like it was after a soccer game and all that, so water weight, obviously I lost a lot of it. And I like, uh, and I was relatively fasted, like today I had only two meals that were not big at all. They were just little snacks before my game, and then, it was a healthy snack though, and then little food after my game, and then I came here to work out right away. So I just wanted to talk about that piece real quick and see how it goes. And... I'll come like every Friday also and uh, measure myself and everything. To yeah, so basically progress. how it's going to work out is we'll have basically uh, this last podcast we did, this podcast, we're not doing any, I mean, we did do the measurements for the first one, but that was kind of taken, a, let's say about a week back before that podcast was recorded. We can have. Yeah, so uh, we had it's that, a little we had the initial measurement, so this is basically going to take about eight weeks for everybody to understand exactly what we're doing and what we're, what's going on, but... Um, we'll record the podcast after we've we've done the uh, metrics and actually yeah. scan, so that we have right in that same day exactly what's happening, how we followed up with that, how we're going to now take our plan and kind of shift it. Because the bottom line is, look, we all have a goal, and yeah. the goal is where you want to be. But guess what? The path to get to that goal can change. You can start manipulating things based upon where you're at. 
in the distance between that goal. So let's say like, okay, let's say we're going through the woods. And we're going through the woods and we have a trail. Well, guess what? On the middle of the trail, there's a big-ass tree that got knocked over. What are you going to do? Turn around, stop, stop going for your goal? No, you're going to fucking go around the tree. Simple enough, or right? Or jump over it. Okay, whatever it is, right? You're, you're, you're going to figure out a way to get over that hump and you're going to actually Jump take, over it, that's more fun. Fuck you. You're going you're gonna to get over that simple um, kind of halt in the road and you'll figure out a way to get your goal still. So, um, right, the, the goal shouldn't change, but the destination... Uh, how to get to that goal, right? The, the route you're going to take, maybe and maybe not change, right? So for me, let's say that I keep doing this where I'm going lower calorie on the off days, higher calorie on the on days. And I see my my performance is kind of suffering. Well, I'm going to start changing that. You know, maybe I'll do a moderate calorie on my on non-training days and a moderate calorie on my actual training. Exactly, days. you're going to change some stuff to right. play around with it. Right. So it's it's all it's all a fact of, for of me, where you're at. What are you afraid of happening during this? Nothing. Are you? Like, are you afraid of something? No, like. Body-wise, because you were talking about, like, you might lose too much muscle mass, and that's why you want to keep track oh, of it. Oh, like, okay, yeah. So for me, yeah, that's a big thing, because I do have, um, obviously, it's 4% in seven weeks. And like, I, we've already talked about the healthy range to do that is 1% max per week, okay? So if I was to do that maximum, now I'm at 7%, okay? Well, we know that that's not what I'm going for. We're going for 4 but to be, like, in a healthier state, you want to retain more muscle mass, right? So that, that's really what we're trying to lose is fat. We're not trying to lose muscle. Whenever you have a higher higher deficit, like, you're going extreme. Your body's going to basically react extreme. So if I'm extreme deficit, my body says, holy shit, we need, we need, we need calories. So I'm going to take fat and muscle because I don't know what the fuck's happening. I need some goddamn calories, though. So that's the one thing I'm afraid of. I don't, I don't want to cut too hard to where, holy shit, I've lost, you know, a pound of muscle and four pounds of, four, four pounds of fat. So, like, that's where I want to be at is is an ideal of, okay, I'm maintaining my muscle, but I'm losing the fat. So that's why um, the higher calorie days and the training days, what I'm hoping is that, hey, the calories are uh, actually accumulated towards my volume of training and it's helping me maintain that muscle mass while I'm on the off days losing my fat, right? So that's, um, obviously, it may, like in theory, it makes sense. And in practicality, when I've done this for clients, it makes sense too. It always works for them. But everybody's individuals. Maybe I'm not going to react that way. So, um We'll find out exactly how this goes, but it's nice that we're two trainers. We know exactly like the nutrition, science, and you know, physiology. Um, we know exactly how our body reacts, um, and everybody's individuals. So that's one thing to remember. I'm just um, the only thing that I'm worried about because I know my body, and I, I've done where I get off a lot of the food and everything. So I find it a little hard for me to get all the calories and nutrients in from whole foods. What do you mean? Um, so some days I would short, fall short on calories just because I, I get too hungover between, like, what I'm trying to do and stuff and all that. And I try to, like, it's it's dumb, I know. I'm trying like, to, what are you trying to say? I'm yeah, trying to understand. I'm, I'm, let me finish. Just let me finish. Thank you. Damn it. Right, exactly. <laughs> let me finish. So, and then I try to, like, you know, eat the donut, whatever. And then I'm like, okay, that's calories. I feel energized now. And it did help me, like, feel energized because it's calories. Like, it's fucking going to give me the energy. But I, I've done it sometimes where I actually stop. And I just went too low in body fat percentage to where I felt like I was dying, you know. And I had no energy for the field. I had no energy in the weight room. I had no energy to do anything. And that's the only thing I'm afraid about. But I've learned my lesson in the past. You were like 9% I, at one time. Yeah, I don't think yeah. 8%. It was like 8.9. 8, yeah, 8, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, so that's bad. That's bad, yeah. It's very bad. I didn't feel energetic at all. Didn't feel right at all. So it won't happen again. I don't think so. But like, if I have to... You know, say one thing that I might be afraid about is that. No. The other thing is I might get a big waist training with fucking Matt. It's God true. damn it. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I think that 
we also need to kind of dilute what each of our plan is different, right? So, yeah, we are, we're both choosing healthier foods. We're both choosing um, to engage in still the same activities. We're not really modifying anything too much other than you're, like, you're training for a specific goal, the, the cardiovascular endurance, which you need for your actual um, sport. But right. overall, we're not doing anything too much different. We're just changing we're the overall food quality, right? It's, it's, it's quality mostly. It's quantity... At, at, and at, at the secondary and frequency frequency as well for you but um so True. the big difference between what we're doing and it's huge it's i'm tracking calories you're not explain why not for me it's it, it's gonna sound like well you're 19 what the, what the fuck do you know well i'm just so in tune with my body that i know when i actually need the more calories and when i don't need the more calories also you guys gotta remember i don't know if i've said in the podcast when i was younger I used to eat a shit ton of bad food. Like, I told you soda packs, a 12-pack, I'd finish that in a day. The family-sized chips, I'd eat that, like, no problem. Donuts, a dozen donuts, like, no problem. Even throughout high school. You still do. When I was an athlete. Well, I can do it with no problem. But I've done that side, plus trying to eat the healthy, that I know what it feels like and what, it, what kind of state it puts me in. And for me right now, like, and I've also done the other side of just eating healthy and I know what it does for me. So I just go by like what I'm feeling. And if I'm feeling a certain way, and I'm like I'm actually energetic and uh, like I feel like I'm good. I'm actually losing the weight and everything, or the body fat, whatever. Then I'm gonna keep going. And I know what I've been doing. Like especially on the field, dude. Everything, every flaw comes out to me in my soccer training. Like for you, I'm sure it's in the weight training for all yeah. of your flaws. And you tell me that. And when I weight train, my body just isn't at that point with the weights to where I can feel everything, but with the soccer, it is, because literally just two, three days ago, I was training, I was like, yeah, I really need to cut off on the fucking zebra cakes, because it's really bringing down my performance, because my dad was just talking mad shit about my stamina. And you were kind of sick, too. I was sick, yeah, but then I was, like, throughout that whole week and a half, I was just feeling how my stamina is, like, declining, and I just kept going with the zebra cakes, and I stopped the zebra cakes for three days. I, I did my long distance running. I already feel a little bit. I'm not saying I'm back to 100%. Obviously not. It's not in three days. But over the challenge, we'll see how this continues. Exactly. We'll see how it goes. Also, I'm at a point where, like, it's nice because we were talking about that in the car. Like, I, it'd be nice to actually track everything and see what my body reacts best to, what doesn't react to best to, because I definitely don't know that into details. But at, at this point in my life or in my career, whatever, I really don't think I need it. Honestly, it'll probably come a time where I'm like, okay, I need to break it down into details and actually see what's working for me and what's not. Right. So for me, I'm doing this because I want to see the metrics and how my body reacts to it. Exactly. I really want to, I want to study exactly what's happening so I know um, kind of how to manipulate from there, right? Because I want to make this not only this temporary change. I want to go from here to the 17% back to the 21%. I'm trying oh, to, yeah. That's a good point, too. Right. So I'm, yeah. trying to, I'm trying to see, okay, well, why is my body reacting like this? Okay, what foods are making me... Maybe I feel bloated one day. i got to look back at the log and say, okay, well, I ate that food. Maybe that might be a problem. Let's try it again, see if I feel bloated again. Um, and then kind of study from there, right? So for me, it's kind of a, a new learning curve because I haven't really tracked calories too hard for a long time. There's been some days where I'm like, how many calories do I have that day? I wonder. And I'll track it and be like, oh, okay, cool. That's how I felt off those calories. But I need to learn over a course of seven weeks exactly how the calories make me feel, what kind of foods make me feel. Like I already talked about the red meats, right? I think one of the reasons red meats make me feel a bit better is because they're higher calorie, right? So think about a piece of chicken breast, right? A fucking boneless, skinless piece of chicken breast. Let's say the same ounce wise. I do too, but I'm just saying, like comparing the two. Let's say a boneless, skinless chicken breast versus a sirloin steak has a way different calorie 
wise, let's say five ounces versus five ounces, way different, right? The calorie ma and macronutrients are way different. So I think for me, the, the reason red meat kind of made me feel better was because there's more calories. So maybe that's maybe it is, maybe it's not, maybe it's just actually have been intolerance. Maybe, I don't know what it is. But. Also, we're cutting something off for. Uh, I already talked to you. We're going to cut it off for two weeks, see how we feel. What is that? Sparkling oh, water. Yeah. yeah. So, Schnook Sparkling Water, you had the chance to sponsor us. Well, too late now. We're not going to drink you for two weeks. We'll see how that goes. Like any sparkling water, it's a carbonated drink, so we'll see. For me, I've been feeling a little bloated from it, so I want to see how I feel off of it and see if I can cut it down to maybe once or twice a week. Because I'm def I'm de for the seven weeks, I'm definitely not going like super... No sweets at all. I'm definitely gonna have a day where I'm gonna. You just have ice cream, didn't you? Exactly. Like. Exactly. <laughs> so, but it's one ice cream. I promise you, it's not gonna fucking. All kill I'm me. saying is, if I lose a four percent, you only lose one percent. I mean, you don't lose the one percent. We're gonna have an issue. Yeah. I'm gonna fire you. Oh, okay. you're no longer working here. If that okay. happens. No, I'll, I'll lose that. I'll also probably go up in uh, strength. I don't know. I'm feeling I will. Probably not. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm gonna pull four twenty-five easy after that. Okay. That was wish. funny. Um, but I don't so wish. that's okay. that's kind of where we're at. Um, follow along with us every Friday so we can kind of hear about what's happening, how we're reacting, how we're changing our plan, how we're going to get there, um, and then week by week the progressions we're going to have because we're going to keep taking those scans week per week and then see exactly where we go. So obviously this is the only podcast we hear where we don't actually have a recording measured. So um, every week after this one you're going to hear exactly where our metrics are at, exactly what we've been doing up to that point. And then how we're going to change based upon that. Or maybe we'll make, make, make the same exact uh, course if it's made good improvements. Um, but we'll learn about that and kind of follow us along. Um, also, let's name our Instagram. So we got yours. A-L-I-S-E-O-U-D. That's Ali Sood. And then over here is at PT Cantrell 96. 69. If he says that one more time, I swear to God, he's fired. But, <laughs> 69. Thank you. <laughs> but um, also we have our, our actual podcast. Instagram, it's at the letters S-B-D-O podcast. We've been putting out a lot of content out there. Um, really good content. Yeah, too. we just started that, what, like four or five days ago? Something like that. Yeah, maybe maybe something like that. I don't know. But we've been putting out a lot of content on there. Um, each of our Instagrams, we're starting to put out more content. Um, me, I'm trying to go more education route. Like, I'm trying to, like, actually fulfill, like, okay, if you guys have questions, things like that, I'm going to start answering um, broad topics on there. So, like, I did DNS. I'm doing frequency of training. I've done... Um, things like that. So kind of we're going into... Um, I've had a good post on there about crap. Yeah, so, yeah, so check those out. Um, yeah, it's good stuff. we got some good content Quote unquote out, crap, so. like C-R-A-P, and it goes in details. Go, go ahead and check it out. Right, so if, if you like what you're hearing, you'll learn more on our Instagrams, of course. And of course, you get the follow you can DM us, us and, and you can DM us. Yeah, and of course, um, pretty... I wouldn't say recent. I'll say within the next... By the time this challenge is done, we'll have one of the questions and answers um, posted up on the on Instagram. So, because how we're how we're actually recording these things, and just so everybody knows, how we're actually recording these things is um, basically what we're doing is we're having these Friday sessions are new episodes, and then right because we got to think about this. We've recorded kind of in bulk because he has a schedule he has to attend to, and if he can't make it one of the times, we can't record. And I want to make it make so that everybody out there is still hearing us on a consistent basis. So they know where we're at. So we're going to have four podcasts a week, one on Monday, two on Wednesday, one on Friday. Um, we have some older episodes that we've already recorded. Those we shot in between Mondays and Wednesdays. So three episodes of the older ones, then one episode of our recently updated ones, which would be these ones here. So it'll make sense. But um, just go ahead and uh, give us a follow. Follow along with us and then listen into us every Friday, okay? Thank you.